0: Welcome to the Live For Podcast, where we ask the question, what do you live for? We'll talk to exciting guests about what they live for and their journey to success in their family and business. Dream, believe, take action. Now, here's your host, family man, entrepreneur, and author, Bruce Mills. Welcome back to Live For, my podcast, where I hope to help you take action. Take action to be happier, healthier, debt-free, wealthy, and successful. Give you tips on how to start a business to run in a business low cost, and many more topics. Today, let's talk about how hard sales can be, how hard it can be to find customers and keep customers. Now, you may say, We're not in sales. Well, we all are on sales. Whether you have a business or not, you have sales where you're trying to sell stuff to your family to do something or to go on a vacation. You may be trying to get your kids to do something. You're trying to motivate them to take action. Friends, finding a job. You're trying to get somebody to hire you. You're trying to sell yourself working at a job you're trying to show them you do a good job you're trying to sell them on why they should promote you or owning a business you know there's 38 million home-based businesses that is amazing plus last in this stat that I saw in 2015 small businesses created 1.9 million jobs in 2015 that was net job also the small businesses had over 14.4 million in sales 2014 on the side are you in sales yes you are I've tried to be in sales pretty much my whole life as far back as I can remember whether You know I know I was only six years old when I first started my own business but I've I started at six and I've worked for businesses. I've sold insurance. I've sold bread. I've sold groceries and more. So I feel like a jack of all trades and plenty of sales experience in a lot of different categories. Now it may not be a traditional whatever you view sales as. You may view sales as the person that's selling software business to business, which is sales. Maybe the real estate agent selling homes or maybe the real, the car dealer selling cars. But I still say we all are in sales and sales can be challenging. They can be hard. You know, I wrote my first book in 2008. Six books later and 26 self-hypnosis CDs, a coaching service, a blog, and now a podcast. I'm working hard every day in sales and it's tough. It's tough to find customers. I'm constantly trying to read and find ways to get more customers, to get more traffic, to get more traction. Today, you know, I read another thing trying to find your niche, to run a business low cost, run a business on budget. There's a lot of things to take into account trying to get sales. My first sales job was 48 years ago, at age six. Like I said, I was going door to door, finding customers to see if I could mow their grass, rake their leaves, shovel their snow. Yeah, snow. I know I live in Arizona now, but in Iowa, we had snow and plenty of it in the winter time. So then I worked in the grocery business and I worked from store level to corporate level to brokerage level, to vendor level, all those different levels in 32 years. And I was selling. I was selling to customers. I was selling to corporate level. And I was trying to keep customers, keep customers happy, find more customers, increase sales, because expenses keep going up. Ron Pearson, one of our past CEOs, said, that we needed at least 5% sales increase each year just to cover expenses. And he's right. Things go up. Minimum wage goes up. Employees want raises each year. The cost of supplies go up. If you're not showing a sales increase every year, you're dying. Sorry to say, your business could be dying. Got to find a way to keep sales going up, to keep finding customers. Then I've done home businesses and I've had websites, I've had blogs, hypnosis services, hypnosis CDs, coaching services, consulting services, books, now podcasts, all trying to find customers that are needing solutions, services, and messages how to get more sales. So my biggest thing in all these categories is I've probably been too spread out not defined enough in a niche so hopefully I can help other people try to find their niche try to zero in on ways that they can improve themselves or their business so how do you make a sale what do you need to do well one way you may be thinking I need a product I gotta sell something or a service to a solution to a problem well so you need a product and the big thing you need a customer you need somebody that needs your product or service or solution it's pretty simple that's what we need but the hard thing is we can find products to sell The hard one is finding that customer customer that needs it wants it will pay for it it's no good you know one of my past CEOs said anybody can sell a dollar bill for 50 cents if you're in sales you're in sales to make money make money for whoever you're working for or if you're in sales for yourself you got to make money for yourself to pay the bills to pay your expenses and be able to save money for the future it's no good being in business if you can't make more money than you would working at mcdonald's i like to use that as uh, so i respect everybody that's making a living in sales i'm impressed i'm in business i know it may be small right now but i hope to be big someday I've got faith. I have a dream. I believe and I'm trying to take action every day. Today I was up at 1 o'clock in the morning working on my business. That's just me. My brother-in-law is in sales. My best man in my wedding is in sales. I have close friends in sales. I have close friends that own businesses. Sales—it's a hard business. Then there's other people that are in sales, like your door-to-door salesman. Have you ever tried that? That's that's the, the challenge, especially depending on your personality, and you really got to push yourself. There's business business sales, like car sales, real estate sales, retail sales, restaurant sales, home businesses, etc lot of people out there trying to make a living selling stuff and sales is hard it's what you you get what you put into it if you don't work hard at it you're probably not gonna go far in sales one business that impressed me is Mary Kay my ex did Mary Kay and I got to see, just on the outside, I didn't go to all the meetings, but I did go to meetings, corporate events, and their enthusiasm is amazing. Their training, I believe, is just great, and their beliefs in taking care of not only their employees, but also taking care of the customer, giving them that extra special attention. Anyone in sales that makes it look easy, you don't see the blood, sweat, tears, disappointments, hours of learning, hours of training, hours on the phone trying to get meetings lined up, the money and time they invest, the times they got yelled at, etc. So appreciate people that are in sales. And learn from them there's different ways to get sales first you can solve a problem you can solve a need you can solve a solution but if you're in sales it's easy to get discouraged when you try selling your friends and family they're gonna be your worst customers remember that friends and family are your worst customers I know they should be your best ones. They're closest to you. They love you. But most times they don't see you in that role. They see you as in the role of the golfer or fun or dad or or brother. They don't see you in a professional role. In the insurance business, they used to say, you got to hear a hundred no's before you hear a yes. My friend in sales, he was in software sales. He would say, yeah, I heard a no. Now I only got 99 more to go. He would look at his no as a positive. He'd turn that around. I thought that was pretty awesome. For, for me, when I did insurance, I did insurance twice now. Basically... You know they have you come up with this list of your hot list and some companies want 50 your first 50 you're gonna call next hundred you're gonna call then the next hundred and fifty you're gonna call and then start calling those people trying to get appointments and then you after that those lists you start cold calling or buying lists of people to call well out of a hundred calls you probably would get six appointments. Now, out of those six appointments, only three would show up. And out of those three that showed up, you'd get two applications. And after two applications, you'd have one sale. Sometimes you'd get three applications, two sales, and somebody would cancel on you. So a good number is 100 calls, six appointments, three meetings, Two applications and one sale, and that may get you, if you're lucky, $200 in commission, let's say. So if you have a living expenses at $1,200 a week to cover your expenses, and that's low cost with your home and business, you need to have six sales, right? $200 a sale times six, 1200 just to cover your expenses. Not getting ahead in life. So if you need times everything by six, so you need to make 600 calls a week, right? To have 36 appointments, to have 18 meetings, to have 12 applications, to have six sales. So you got to break it down to what you need and what you need to live on, what your goals are, and then find the actions that you need to take got to put in the hours and you got to show up early and work hard there's a lot of days you know I would start at 4 a.m. at one job working for the bread company I had a wife and two kids the wife worked part-time and went to college and two kids were young and in school so I had a bread job before my insurance job and sales can be discouraging because Think about it start at four in the morning for bread work till one or two then go and start doing insurance and you have an appointment at 730 with this couple to talk to them about life insurance you've been trying to get a hold of this couple so ate supper with the wife and kids hurried got dressed got everything ready to look nice I finally got a meeting with this couple at their house I drive up in their driveway five minutes early, and I see them shutting off the lights. So I go up to the door, and I knock. Nobody comes to the door. I try calling them on their phone. I can hear their phones ringing in their house, but they don't answer. They don't come to the door. So then i drive back home to my wife and two kids and try to go to bed where we were living on a shoestring anyway and not only we wasted time going to that appointment but I wasted my own gas money. I had people that they'd meet me for breakfast or lunch and I still think they weren't interested in insurance or even hearing what I said. They just wanted to talk and have a free meal. So that cost me money. A lot of costs can be involved in trying to get customers and sales. What I've noticed since living in Arizona is larger corporations, not all of them, but a lot of them, they just don't focus on the customer who's really paying the paychecks for them. I try to teach the boys, you got to, Take care of every customer because you want that customer to keep coming back because they write your paycheck. It's not your boss. It's the customer that writes your paycheck. But it just seems like the larger corporations down here, so many of them, not all of them, but so many are driven by expenses. They're trying to run their stores with very few employees. Look at all the jokes out there right now about Walmart and it's all self-checkout lanes more places are going to self-checkout lanes instead of having checkers so many places don't have baggers back when i was brought up in the grocery business we didn't want anybody waiting in line and we wanted a bagger for every checker we would call people up from other departments to help out up front they just hardly do that down here they don't mind if it's backed up six seven deep and one checker or at the deli department it's backed up 13 customers they don't care you need the customer to keep shopping your business if you have a physical business or a website whatever business you have if you have one you got to have the customer keep coming back you need them to keep buying more products because, remember, we need sales increase. And you want them telling their friends and family good stories about your business and why they should shop with you. You want them to feel like they're saving money with you, whatever business you have. They want f- You should have them feel that you've got the best quality products. Customers want to be feel special. Call them by name. I was brought up, like I said, most of my years in the grocery business, and tried to have happy employees because happy employees give good customer service and take care of customers, which in turn gets more sales. We like to have excitement in our stores, have new items, and then talk about those new items to customers and signage and. Intercom sales. We decorate by the season. Make your business fun. Don't have it be the same look every day. Get excited. You should be decorated for Halloween right now. It's October and in November going into Christmas. Making it fun for employees and customers. Got to keep changing with the times. Keep updating your business. Whether it's your website whether it's your business think if a grocery store still looked like a grocery store did back in 1980 it'd be outdated customers they may complain about change but they like change get to know your customers their birthdays give them gifts on their birthdays do fun things for your customers and then As you've got to know your customers, ask them for feedback. Ask them what they need. What do they like? What do they feel that you can improve on? A lot of people see ads on social media, people making this big money on home businesses. Don't fall for it. My kids have, and they think it's just easy. I've only saw the slow and long process to build most businesses. I haven't found that overnight success. I'm sure there are, but I haven't seen it. If you do decide to start a home business, keep your day job, keep the money coming in and for your insurance, etc., cetera, until you fill your home business can pay all your expenses to pay your insurance that gives you a cushion then you could decide possibly but again maybe even talk to your financial planner talk to your accountant talk to your lawyer have that financial team that you could go to and pick their brains if you do have a home business that you're starting or a business Gotta keep telling everybody about your business. Again, don't get discouraged when your family and friends don't buy from you or they don't talk you up to others. Again, they'll probably be your worst customers. But promote your business all the time. Wear clothes with your business name on it. Advertise on your car. Talk up your business. With your business, but you still got to control your budget. It's so easy to spend money. You know, I talk about wearing clothes with your business, advertising on your car. It's easy to spend a lot of money on advertising. You know, I've dropped over $1,000 just starting my podcast alone. So I, I had a budget in our plan this year Darlene and myself's plan this year for business so that's where that money came from out of our business account but don't go into debt we didn't go into debt we had that money set aside if we max out our budget on our business we're not going to spend any more money we're going to keep where we're at and do our best till next year and then whatever budget we have next year decide on that's what we'll spend on our business now our business is kind of spread out and again got to get in that niche find what's going to get us the most sales but our business budget spread out between our podcast our products we sell on eBay our books on Amazon our blog advertising you know things it's spread out domain names is an expense supplies travel so there's a lot of expenses that we have to factor in and decide how much we're going to spend on each area how much we're going to spend on our podcast on our blog on our products on advertising on travel again do not go into debt though you know I love to be debt-free and I love helping others be debt-free. And when we're talking sales, it's easy to fall for all these people that say they can get you customers, they can get you sales. Don't go out and get in debt trying to build your business. I've done it. I, I have the war injuries. One website alone I spent 18500 on it and not much to show on it i've spent almost 20000 trying to market a book not much to show for it don't expect sales right off the bat you know my first week on this on my podcast i made 7 cents wow, wow. let's go out and eat honey now, my wife's probably saying, you invested $1,000 into that podcast and made seven cents. You would have made more money in the stock market. She could be right, but I have other areas that it makes me feel good trying to help people. So I'm doing business for twofold, one to make money like any business, but secondfold is I feel good about helping people. And if I feel my message can touch even one person, it's worth it. Maybe that's my volunteer part given back to society. Maybe it, it's not meant to make money. But I'm I believe that all my business combined, I can help a lot of people and make money by the byproduct. But again, you gotta find customers and sales. If, if you're starting that business, you gotta go door to door talking about your business. It's low cost, why not do it? Why not start a, a website using a free blog? There's free places to advertise. There's free papers you can find, some free websites. You gotta search. You gotta go out and search for it. How many times have you seen bulletin boards at grocery stores or bowling alley or the golf course? Put up a sign. Make a little sign on with your computer using WordPress. What about your HOA newsletter? Letter. Do post there. Tell your friends and family. Oops, <laughs> they won't help. Join a networker's group, like a mastermind group, Toastmasters. I I love Toastmasters. That is such a good organization. And Be on social media. Again, it can be free to a point. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, you need a camera to make videos, but most people have video cameras. It doesn't have to be a fancy, great one, but you'll need it but you can do videos on YouTube for free and maybe get monetized in the future possibly if you get enough views have a website again you can get those for free a blog you could get for free or at a very low cost I've paid for some websites from nine to twelve dollars a month but stay within your budget get your budget Work it out what you are willing to spend. How you're going to divide up that money. And do not go into debt. Save the money before you start a business. So you don't have to charge it. So conclusion. In my 48 years since I was starting my first home business at age 6. Keep your day job. Don't go into debt. Don't get disappointed. Surround yourself with positive, supporting people. Read positive books. That helps me. Read the Bible. I like following positive, motivating people on social media. Because just their quotes and posts help lift me up. Keep learning something new every day. Something I can't stress enough to our boys. Keep learning. Don't give up too early. Got to keep going. Keep trying. Have a plan. On the side note, this may not do with business, but yet it does. And it may not do with sales, but yet it does because you need capital for a business and to try to get more customers. Don't loan money to friends and family. If you do, think of it as a gift because you probably won't get paid back. Don't co-sign on loans. Again, a message that I like to bring up when I'm working with people on their financial plans to get debt free. Don't let your kids get student loans. Why send your kids Out in the workforce with debt Our boys, our goal And we had another meeting with them last night We want them to graduate debt free We have a plan They're going to go to community college two years And then ASU for two years Live at home Commute to school Work a job on the side Check into working at the college also But they're gonna not take out any student loans they're gonna be debt-free we're gonna give them each a car a used car one of our beaters when they graduate college so they'll have a car in their name no college debt and hopefully five to ten thousand dollars saved by that time but stay debt-free sales is hard if you get discouraged drop me an email if you need some coach call me let me see what i can do to help you my podcast is on six different sites now it's fun we're not only on anchor.fm we're on spotify public radio pocketcast breaker audio google podcast and now it looks like it might be on itunes coming up so that's fun i know We're not getting many listeners yet to this podcast, but if you're listening, please share it with other people. Tell them about it. If you want to be on a future show and you feel, you know, I feel everybody's got a great message to help motivate people to take action, to be happier, healthier, debt-free, wealthy, successful on raising kids, The challenges we all have in life. If you want to be that person to share your story on a future show, email me at bruce at millsway.com. Now millsway.com is my blog. You can go see me there. My YouTube channel is Millsway. On Facebook, I've started a club, a Facebook page for live for it's live for on facebook i have a website for this podcast or a domain i guess and it'll take you to the, my podcast it's live for so again please share my posts and my podcast to help me get more sales and listeners have a great day and thanks again so much for listening go out there and get some sales if value if you enjoy my podcast please support my podcast at anchor.fm slash live for or go to patreon.com slash millsway or a third way you could support me would be using paypal go paypal.me slash millsway. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Live 4 podcast with Bruce Mills. Be sure to check back weekly for new podcasts at www.livefor.club and at millsway.com.